How's it going, Nashville? This is the Nashville Fitness Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Chris Beavers, where we will unpack all things health and wellness. We will clear up common myths, highlight amazing fitness opportunities, and bring you guys the best information about health here in the great city of Nashville. Welcome to the latest episode of the Nashville Fitness Podcast. Today we have the privilege of hanging out with Jenny Tidwell, who is a beast in the weight room, loves to do some uh, some good CrossFit stuff and, and some Olympic weightlifting and, and really taking this, uh, and even got into some coaching recently as well, which is cool. And uh, man, I'm looking forward to our conversation today, Jenny. Thanks, Chris, man. I'm, I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about you and, and kind of how, how you've overcome all kinds of good things and got into CrossFit and the like. Oh, goodness. I don't know if we have that much time today. <laughs> as much as you want. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Uh, yeah, my ventures in CrossFit started about three years ago. Uh, found myself. Fitness was a little lacking. Jeans were a little too tight. <laughs> Sorry uh, for a lot of them, right? I know, right? And I uh, wanted to lift heavy. So I, I resisted CrossFit for a very long time. How come? I, you know, just kind of all the stuff that you hear about CrossFit. Oh, it's dangerous, you're gonna get hurt, it's silly, it's, you know, all the things. And uh, I definitely made an assumption about the sport without ever sure. doing it. And as, as did I. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, I did it, I love it, and I'm here for it. So that's love really it. how that started. Yeah, that's cool. So so got into CrossFit about three years ago. How about Olympic weightlifting? Like, when did that, did that come on as a result of your, your kind of love for uh, CrossFit at that point? It really did. Once I got into CrossFit, being the competitive person that I am, I found that there was this whole world of adaptive athletes that I found on Instagram because I didn't know how to do a one-handed pull-up or yeah. jump rope or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. And then I <clears throat> discovered that I could actually be competitive in that sport in our own division. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so 2019, summer 2019, I uh, was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I want to be competitive. And Olympic weightlifting is such a key component. Oh, 100%. Uh, the reached best. Out, yeah. Yeah, reached out, hired a coach, fell in love with the sport, and Yahtzee. That's crazy. It, it's pretty cool. Um, tell us about, you know, how, man, how did you even, like, why did you decide to get into weightlifting? It's like, hey, and those of you who don't know, Jenny's only got one hand, so the next time you want to make an excuse about not lifting, it's like, <laughs> you, you can't make that excuse anymore. You know what I mean? So, like, how, how did you just make that, that transition of like, you know, I'm just going to screw it. Like, I'm just going to go in here and lift. Like, even even I'm going to do it one-handed. You know what I mean? There was lots of troubleshooting. Oh, in dude, that. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, within CrossFit, you know, I, I knew the snatch, clean and jerk, clean and all that was super important. And I wanted to be good. Like, I don't want to be just good with someone with one hand. Like, yeah. I want to be good. And I found That's a weightlifting coach, and she's, she was amazing. And was like you can just do Olympic weightlifting like, yeah. without the CrossFit and uh, I mean I still do both yeah 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 exactly you're you're a glutton for both you love both so <laughs> yeah that's so cool though did, did you play any sports growing up or anything like that did yeah so tell us about that very active child so um, cool tomboy if you will I was <laughs> not interested in dolls and dresses yeah. it was baseball bats and basketballs for me that's great uh, I played competitive fast pitch softball until I graduated high school. Um, That's super cool. Yeah, loved it. What well, did some of your troubleshooting with bats and gloves and throwing and D all of the above probably help with CrossFit a little bit as well? Yeah, a little bit. I think it helps me as an athlete. Yeah, I have to think differently. Dude, 100%. You know, I just kind of, well, how am I going to get the glove off my right hand, 
fast enough to get the ball out to throw. It's crazy. Um, lots of practice there. I bet. Yeah. I bet you your ball, you, you know, your release time is probably faster than the average person, just because you can, you can, you know, you troubleshoot it and play with it so long. And then, like you say, CrossFit too. I mean, there's just a million and one movements that you've got to be able to. You know, how am I going to hang out of this bar? How am I going to pick this barbell up? And how am I going to do wall balls or handstand push You name it. I mean, you got to troubleshoot a lot. Yeah, and I've been very uh, thankful for the two coaches that I have, uh, Jenny and Anna, for both really jumping in headfirst and being like, okay, let's figure this out. Let's think differently. Yeah. And let's throw it against the wall so it works. That's, that's, and I love that. That uh, you know, we've had conversations too about some of this troubleshooting stuff. It's just a lot of fun to watch watch the gears turn on everyone's end, and, and, and then have an outcome to be able to, like you say, compete at a high level still. You know what I mean? So, what um, uh, you know, obviously you've had to have some mindset shift with some of this too, right? Like when was there been any time that you kind of thought, man, I just want to, like, I'm just done. Like I'm kind of I'm over lifting. I don't know that I want to compete or do some of this other stuff. Have you ever got to that point? Never. Never. I love it. I love it. That's so cool. I, you know, I, I feel <clears throat> sometimes I'm just wired a little different. Yeah, sure. Uh, I love to compete. I love to be competitive. That's cool. There might be a little chip on my shoulder to, to be like, yeah, man, watch me. Watch yeah. me do that. Right. And just kind of like that, ugh. <laughs> uh, and, and it probably drives you to, you know, to, to be at a high level, you know what I mean? Like, what would you, what are other things or other reasons that, that kind of uh, create a desire for you to show up day after day and compete at a high level? Oh, goodness. Um, you know, first and foremost, it's just something I really enjoy doing. Yeah. I love. I like to show up, work hard, and, you know, look back and be like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah I did it. Um, part of it is laughing in the face of adversity. Right. It really, that's a big part of it. That For sure. That may slightly be unhealthy. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, whatever. There's worse take. things to have an unhealthy relationship with. I think staring adversity in the face yeah. is definitely not a bad thing. Yeah. And people are watching. Yeah, right. 100%. People in gym are watching. Um, at competitions, people are always watching. Shoot, the lady at Costco yesterday was watching me load up a case of water in the buggy. <laughs> so I'm well aware. <laughs> That's that so funny. People are always looking. Um, most importantly, it's, you know, for the, for the little girls that yeah. are coming up with one hand. And their parents may be like, holy smokes, you know. I want my child to, to have the same opportunities as anybody else. Dude, and, yeah. you know, hey, well, watch me. Like, let's, you know, let's, let's look at it that way. Oh, man, it's, it's cool, you know, with, with that in mind. Because, like you say, there's somebody else who's grown up in the same shoes that you grew up in and, and continue to, like, you thrive in this environment at this point. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just what you're used to. And, like you say, it's something as simple. People watching me put, you know, groceries out. They're like, oh, how did she, how did she pull that off? And you're like, no, like, I was lifting a couple hundred pounds out of my head yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, well, I forget. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm sure. I'm just... I'm just me, right? And so I, I'll catch people like looking at stores. I'm like, what are you looking at? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> oh dude, yeah. It's crazy. You know, me being a PT, you know, we kind of talk about some of the stuff in PT school, you know, uh, folks who had spinal cord injuries or whatever, right? Yeah, you guys may look ever so slightly different, but you, I mean, people think you behave differently. You know, you're like, no, I do the same exact stuff that yeah. you do no differently right you know what i mean like i may just have to modify and use my hands slightly different but yeah. i'm going to accomplish the same thing 100 oh, it's just crazy so i love that that that's kind of been a mission for you like hey people are watching like i'm going to you know show all you guys up at this point i can do yeah. whatever the heck i want i want to be the best and there's a ton of adaptive athletes out there at this point you know i mean crossfit is really expanding uh, you know 
adaptive athlete divisions, and I mean, you, there's some adaptive athletes that are easily twice as strong as I am. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Yeah, same here. They're twice stronger too. <laughs> it's it's absurd watching uh, some of the things that they're able to accomplish, and I think you've accomplished certainly some incredible things as well. I'd love if you kind of talk about you know your route with. Uh, Olympic lifting, and obviously you went to the Arnold uh, this past year, which was a weird year to go. But was, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you continue to, to compete for that as well as with, with CrossFit, Will Watt, and some of these other organizations. So I'd love if you spoke a little bit about maybe some of your achievements there. Yeah, Olympic weightlifting. In October 2019, uh, USAW announced that they had modified the qualifying totals to go to the American Open to accommodate adaptive athletes. Super cool. Yeah, so exciting to hear that. Um, you know, as a 40-year-old woman, I've never been able to compete <laughs> yeah. with someone that's just like myself yeah. or have that chance. Um, so with CrossFit and USAW both acknowledging that, that there's this need for these divisions, mm. it's, I mean, it gives me chills to think about. Dude, yeah, 100%. And uh, yeah, USAW, <clears throat> I told my coach, I'm all in. Let's go. Let's let's do it. Let's train right now, and uh, we did. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, and then obviously you went, and uh, I mean it was a little weird, but um, you know yeah. no, no spectators, but the I fact. I like that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna take the nerves out a little it does. bit, right? It really does. That's so cool though. That, I mean, you had that, and you had an online qualifier afterwards as well. Yeah. I did. Um, well, the Arnold, I became the first adaptive athlete ever so to cool. compete, which was. Uh, Huge honor. Dude, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know that that was happening. Yeah. Oh, you didn't even know. No, I had no clue. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. What an honor, though. Exciting. You know, all of your kind of mission and vision for yourself, yeah. and you know, I'm gonna push through this, and then to, to be the first is pretty darn cool. Yeah, it was very, very, very much so. In December, just wrapped up an online qualifier with Will Wide. Yep. Uh, Will Wide is leading the charge, if you will, for the adaptive community to participate in CrossFit Open and the Games. Okay. Yeah. So part of that was a qualifying, uh, three-week qualifier in December. Yep. It's international competition and uh, finished second overall. Crushing the game. Oh, I tried. It was uh, tough. <laughs> dude, those workouts look terrible. They were. I mean, they look absolutely <laughs> terrible. It's questioning life decisions after every uh, I mean, every workout, like, they announced them, too. I knew they were coming out on Monday yeah. because we were talking, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that workout looks horrible. Brutal. There's zero mercy for us. Oh, none whatsoever. It's like, oh, yeah, that'll be nice to them. No, it's like, yeah. you guys are... You got good of lungs as the rest of us, right? So yeah, that's it's their lungs. Yeah, yeah, right. It's about how well can you move under this barbell, etc. So yeah. talk about some of the other adaptive divisions that are out there, right? Like especially with Will Wad, and obviously it can be variable from organization to organization. But you know, for the listeners, like what what are some of the other adaptive groups that are there who are sure. also out there crushing it? Oh my gosh, there's so many athletes. It's funny. I look at myself and I'm like, man, I don't know how they would do that with one leg. You know, it's kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so for my division, I'm an upper impaired. Yeah. Uh, I do everything standing, but I have uh, a limb difference of one hand. So there's also lower uh, impaired. Cool. So those uh, people that have a prosthetic leg. Yep. One or two. There's some folks out there with double prosthetic. Crazy. Legs, just killing the game. Absurd. They really are. There's a seated division. Um, so those athletes are wheelchair bound, and there's. I'm not an expert when it comes yeah, to Yeah, sure, those. sure, sure, sure. There's different But categories. that kind of gives you, that gives us at least some indication of like, dude, I mean, there's people out here, you know, one hand, no legs, like. There's a young lady, she's visually impaired, killing wall balls. Oh, dude, like, that's insane. I, I struggle to catch the ball, <laughs> and I got both limbs and eyes, and yeah. dude, that's nuts. I know. 
So there is, right now there are eight divisions that are recognized. That's awesome. And it's just wonderful. They really accommodate, you know, short stature athletes, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's cool though. Like you say, it, it gives you a platform to now compete, and the the playing field gives you something to, to compete for. You know what I mean? Like the fact that you're 40 and out here doing this. I mean, all the time I talk to people, they're like, "Oh, I can't do CrossFit. Like, I'm, it's too dangerous. Like, there's no way I can do it." And I'm like, "No, like, uh, or you know, people I tell that I can treat CrossFit athletes like, oh, they're just good for business." And I'm like, "No, like that's not the case. It's because these people really care about their health and their wellness." And the fact that you're 40 and you're crushing the game, like, I mean, how many days a week would you work out in the day? Oh, uh, I currently about five days a week. Yeah, I mean, Sometimes you're, six, six. Yeah, I mean, you're just out there grinding all the time, and it's cool to see now these adaptive athletes have a, a means and a desire to train for something, right? As opposed yeah. to just training for the sake of training. Yeah, that's that's kind of boring. I like that's on the calendar. Like, let's yeah. work towards something, and let's have something to show for it. You know, all right. the hard work. Which is which is cool. I mean, you got some other things coming up. I mean, I know the CrossFit's kind of teased a little bit with, oh, with yeah. getting an adaptive division and the Open's coming. So tell us about some of the upcoming things that you're, you're working towards. Yeah. So right now, um, just wrapped up an Olympic weightlifting comp here locally over the weekend, and that was super fun. Going to take a little bit of break from Olympic weightlifting to just, gen- just focus solely on CrossFit. The Open is in March, so definitely coming signed up. Hot. Yeah, I already signed up for that. Um, there is another online qualifier in June for the Wide Games. Mm-hmm. As of the time of this recording, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's not an adaptive division confirmed for the CrossFit Games this year. Yep. Looks like maybe next year is, is more uh, mm-hmm. reasonable. With all that said, uh, they're going to have us do a June online. Have to finish top five. It's crazy. In order to go to the Wheelwide Games in November. Yeah, I mean that's y'all Super Bowl at this point. Yeah, it really I mean, is. like it, it, it is the the top pinnacle of, of yeah. all the adaptive athletes. So it's, that's we crown uh, the fittest. It's it's a big deal, you it's know. What I mean, and, and to to have finished so well so far, I mean, it's just a testament to your drive, you know. Right. What I mean, Thank so. That's cool. So that's that's coming in. I, I, and I love how you bounce between like Olympic weightlifting and like you're just like back and forth. Like, oh, I had an Olympic weightlifting calm. Now I'm back in the CrossFit. Like it's just funny to see your ability to jump back and forth between the two. That keeps it exciting. Yeah, it does. You know, saying, like, oh, what's on the calendar? What's coming up now? Yeah. So, what's your thoughts on and kind of how do you feel about CrossFit now? You know, hinting at adding an adaptive division. Like, I mean, obviously CrossFit's the um, the, the biggest entity, right? Like, how do you feel about that? And then, like, what does that say about y'all's, you know, the adaptive athlete division as a whole? Oh, I, I get chills thinking about it. Yeah, it's huge. And, you know, it's back to that having the opportunity to compete on a high internationally. Like, right. Woo, like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, you know, you're a crossfitter. If you had the opportunity to go to games, wouldn't you? Oh, 1000%, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, and those who don't appreciate CrossFit, I mean, that's like essentially, it's like going to the Olympics almost, really you know what is. I mean? Because you've got this international competition at yeah. this point, and literally the best in the world are, are there, yeah. right? I mean, that's it's an impressive honor, right, <laughs> to, to represent your gym and represent your yeah. yourself and your family and all the hard work that you put in, you it, know? It really is. So I, I'm just crazy excited about it. Um, you know, the first step was to have a division in the Open. And yeah. you know, as of right now, there's 21 ladies. In my division signed up. That's crazy. Isn't that awesome? That's like, great. It, it, it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be the road. What do you think the growth of the adaptive division is gonna look like over over the next several years? Right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's gonna blow up. 
I hope so, because selfishly, I'm going to need a master's division. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it's, it's tough, you know. In the qualifier we did in December, the young lady that, that beat me, 25. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> what an age What an age difference. You know, so I'm uh, Hanging with the 25-year-olds. I'm saying. Uh, so Crossfit selfishly, I hope it's, it's so big that we have to have different divisions within the division. I think what, you know, I talk to a lot of folks about this now is like what I see with CrossFit as a whole is that the Masters athletes continue to get more and more fit because they've started doing CrossFit so early. I mean, you look at I mean, Haley Adams, for example, 18 years old, finished top five in the world at 18, and the rest of these girls are 24, 25, you know what I mean? So they've got 10 years of lifting experience on her in some cases, but I think that we'll probably start seeing this with some of the adaptive people too, right? I mean, yeah. you guys have a heavy social media presence and, and people are, are drawn to that and they'll say, hey, I can do that too. You know what I mean? I do. I wish I would have started this 10 years ago. Right. Exactly. Like really? the fact that you're able to push your body at this point at, at 41, you know, 40. Hey, it's I'm like, not 41 yeah, yet there. I know. I almost put a, a year on you there. You know, at 40, it's like, dude, that's, that's impressive, right? The body's resilient. The body can do crazy things. If taxed and challenged appropriately. Well, it helps that I think and act like I'm 25. Yes. Yeah. That's my secret. <laughs> Gr- growing older but never up, right? Yeah, there uh, we go. There dude, it's, it's just cool, though, and I think I think we will certainly see some of that. And, and it's such a cool thing. Or, again, like, you know, you guys are talking about you know, going to the grocery store and people looking at you doing things. You are like, oh, what's going on? And, and drawn to that, and it's like, no, you guys can do whatever the heck you want like the rest of people, whether you're yeah. going to wheelchair or not and I know for me being in uh, PT like I see some of that you know when I was before I went to PT school I was like oh you know a guy with spinal cord injury like they probably can't drive and they probably can't get around and function at a high level and it's like oh like, you can do whatever the heck you want to do absolutely and, and I think it's the cool thing about fitness as a whole too right you talk about adversity right I, I think they I think fitness is such a good parallel to life right when when life starts getting tough on you and you start you know, feeling worn out and worn down by the world, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to lay down or push through? Yeah. Like a Metcon is just like, oh, you're going to push through. <laughs> and it's, it's funny you bring that up. I think, especially weightlifting and just strength training, there are so many benefits, not just the, the physical, but the mental. Dude, it's huge. I mean, when you take a heavy barbell out of the rack, put it on your back, and you're not sure <laughs> if you're going to stand it up, and then you do, Oh, I can conquer the world at that moment. Exactly. And it just does so much for the the well-being. Oh, it's huge. And I wish more people could really wrap their head around that. Right. Yeah. People people won't do fitness or won't work out because they you know they think it's boring or they don't. uh, It's hard. Yeah, it's hard, right? But man, life is hard. You know, it's like it's none of us were ever promised an easy life, and I guarantee you, all of us have our own struggles in some capacity, and it's. It's good. I think that's why I do fitness as well. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it, it keeps you, you know, it keeps you mentally fresh. You know. Yeah, I think it's really important to do hard things. Do one hundred percent. You know, whatever that looks like. <laughs> yeah, it makes you a better person. I literally, my business mentors that we have a, a book, mm-hmm. and it says uh, part of the kind of morning routine is like, what hard thing will you do today? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like 
just keep moving that mark and you're just going to be a better person day in and day out, right? I love that, yeah. Oh, man, it's good. It's, it's good to reflect on those things. So why, you know, why do you desire to compete at a high level, right? Why, why not just show up at the gym and, you know, beat all your, your classmates at the, at, at the class or, you know, a local comp or something like that? Why, why shoot for, you know, the games and obviously the Wilwan games, which is currently the, the pinnacle for you guys? I think a lot of that is, I, I don't want to settle. And I never want to settle. I want to be the best uh, and whatever that looks like. You know, if it's the best version of myself, if it's the best at a competition, so uh, if it's the best one in the gym, you know, wh whatever that looks like. And I've invested a lot of time and energy in, into my fitness and I have coaches that have invested a lot of time. Mm. Um, my sweet loving husband has invested a lot of time watching <laughs> me do all yeah. these crazy things. And so a part of it too is I don't want to let anybody else down. Yeah. And you know, to have friends, you know, repost me on Instagram and like, this is my friend, you know. Yeah, um, that's it's super cool. It is super cool, and I just kind of keep that keep that drive going. Yeah, it's so fun, to, and, and even too, like you talked about, for the younger, the the young kids, yeah. I mean, I've got a family friend, you know, same exact shoes you're in, right? Yeah. Like, bored out of hand, but, you know, the mom's super freaked out about it initially, but then it's like, sure. uh, no, you guys can live a great, you guys can do normal things, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think it's what every parent you know, worries about when, when they have kids, you know? Yeah. So, that's so, I love that, you know? It's like, hey, I, want, I don't want to settle, right? Like, I think that's the biggest uh, the biggest takeaway from what you just said there was, I don't want to settle for less than less than the best. Like, so what, what do you do to, to recover, and what do you do to stay at this high level, right? Because it's tough, man, like, yeah. getting in and just grinding all the time and, you know, working full-time and coaching on the side, too. It's like, my gosh. Well, a lot You're a busy it, woman. Yeah, I am busy. <laughs> well, a lot of it, you know, you've really helped me stay competition ready. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. Coming in, I'm glad you're not dry needling me today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can no, we can make that happen if you need to. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, it, it's really a priority, and that comes be. with with anything else. Uh, recovery is probably more important than yeah. what you're doing in the gym and sleeping while eating while yeah. taking that those timeouts uh, and also to, to socialize. Yeah. And, you know, kind of feed the soul. Um, I think we were just talking earlier, you know, my Sundays are generally spent like napping and eating <laughs> and my whoop tells me I'm 98% recovered. Today, hey, you're, so you're in there today. I like it. There must be something to it. There's some good evidence behind whoop, but I, I feel like I got, I should have stock in them at this point or, or they should give me some like, ownership, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, not ownership, right? They should give me some kind of, uh, you know, deal where I, I keep, I, you know, I keep talking about it on the podcast and yeah. patients. Like it's just a good tool to help kind of give your body an understanding of where am I at today yeah. and I think a lot of athletes don't realize because you're training you know several days a week at this point a lot of athletes have no idea what their body's doing in the back end of the week you know and you're talking about I gotta prioritize sleep and I gotta prioritize eating well and you know give yourself some grace but sure. um, you know have a cheap meal or some alcohol here and there whatever you need to do to, I have no to, problem with that yeah 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 to decompress a little bit right it's good yeah um, but at the same token like you gotta you're going to compete at a high level or even if you're just going to cross that five or six days a week like yeah. you don't even have to be com competing I, I love you said recovery is probably more important and in many cases i think that it is because people are constantly dealing with all these aches and pains yeah. all the time there's well it's a normal part of crossfit and it's like yeah it's like man like that's just not the case pain's not the normal resting state of the body is what i always tell people no i love that that's 100 percent Oh man, so I love that you're, you're talking about kind of prioritizing that piece. But yes, yeah, sleep, eat well, drink sure some water. You see your PT every now and again, yeah. check in. Yeah, that's also good. Being proactive about injuries. Yeah. 
oh man, why, why do people wait so long to get their entries looked at? Like, I just don't understand. People will go six months without having something looked at. I'm like, all right, I, I guess I'll go. Yeah, and you know, for me, I don't really have that option. I can't yeah. go six months with a busted shoulder. No, right? Yeah, you're like, I gotta get back to <laughs> oh, where I want to go. May, hey, may, hey. Like tomorrow, I need to be fixed, you know? Yeah. Versus, oh man, it's so much harder to treat when it's six months old too. So, versus two weeks old at yeah. that point, you know what I mean? So, um, so tell me this: here, what advice would you give people, right? Because your mindset is obviously very pro push into the uncomfortable. Like what do you? What advice do you have for people who are kind of like ah, I don't really want to work out, or like you know, just kind of make excuses for from for prioritizing their health and wellness, right? And that's what I love most about you is like you're just like, dude, I'm just gonna bend over backwards to make myself better and the healthiest version of myself. Yeah, that that really is my priority. Um, I gosh, I hate excuses. Dude, I know, I do as well. I do as well. I'd rather be kicked in the shin repeatedly <laughs> than to have somebody feed me a bunch of excuses. Uh, and it, back to your point, it's a priority. Like, just just cut the junk and just tell me it's not a priority. And we yeah. can all move on in life. Um, so I would say to anybody, check your excuses. Yeah, really that's good. Be honest with yourself. You do have time. Yeah. Stop telling me you don't because you just so watched Bridgerton on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, but, right, right. I don't even know what that is, but oh, it must oh. be the go- guilty go-to for folks on Netflix right now. Yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> You know, and I think too, uh, once you can peel off those layers of excuses and yeah. find your own motivation, yeah. look inward, you know, um, a lot of times that's hard. Dude, it's super hard. It, it's tough to go, you know what, these jeans used to fit a little differently yeah. and I need to take some action. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we can talk about motivation without accountability. Yeah, it's huge too. You know, having those people, uh, whether it be a coach or a friend mm-hmm. or sign up for a 5k yeah. you know, put something on the calendar that, to make you take that first step yeah i think that's huge right take that first step is is the hardest for a lot of folks uh but then building in that accountability that's what i love about crossfit too is yeah man like i mean i even need some accountability for myself sometimes i'm not gonna wake up at 4 or 5 a.m to go work out but if i have a class and i know that's the only time i can go that day yeah. i'm just gonna get up and do it you yeah. know or my buddies at 5 a.m are gonna be or, or 6 a.m are gonna be like hey where the heck you been man you yeah. know is that built-in accountability is definitely huge, but man, just take the next step. It is, you know, I, I've got Coach Anna right now texting me asking, you know, <laughs> if, if we're good to go this afternoon and, and having that appointment on the calendar. And yeah. I know today, three o'clock, I'm, you know, going to the pain cave. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> going to get it in, I like yes, it. Yes, but it's, it, it's important to have those. Oh, dude, it is 100%, and I love what you said too, like people make those excuses of like, oh, I don't have time, and it's like, Dude, like, life is never going to get less busy, right? It, it comes down to how well do you prioritize your time and do you really want it? Exactly. I mean, do you want to, and people, you know, do you want to move like crap and feel like crap when you're 70 years old? Or do you want to be out hiking and doing crazy things? I mean, I had a mid-60-year-old guy recently I saw still doing half Ironmans, you know what I mean? Like, dude, oh, just a that. total boss, you know I what I mean? That. Or I had a... Um, I had a mid-50-year-old guy who just had a rotator cuff repair. Uh, he's had it for a while. He's a CrossFit athlete. He didn't do it CrossFitting, for all you haters. Uh, <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, uh, man, he tore his rotator cuff and back to doing muscle-ups, you know what I mean? In his yeah. 50s, right? Like, And, and you saying you're 40. 40's not old. No. But the fact that you're competing. It's not and, old. And No, not even, any, not even remotely close. But the fact that you're competing in, against 25-year-olds and, and holding your own, like, Dude, the body can do crazy things. It really can, and it's the mind. We tell ourselves 
no, we, because people in this room don't tell ourselves that, but other people do, they give themselves out. 100%. Right? It, it sounds really simple. Well, it's because it is, you know? Yeah. Like, don't give yourself that option. Yeah. It's it. Dude, and it's so good, you know, it's all about that mind, man. Like, I can't tell you how many times, like, if you just shift your mindset a little bit, kind of have that growth mindset as opposed to that scarcity mindset or I can't do it mindset, and boom, like, you'll watch yourself just unlock your potential. Oh, it's endless at that point. Oh, dude, it's just crazy. You know, like, get out of your own head and just move, you know what I mean? Like, Shut just up and just keep it in place. So, um, you know, I love it. You, you've kind of, uh, you competed for obviously this time now and kind of continue to compete and can continue to be at a high level and yeah. kind of picking up some coaching on the side as well. Yeah. Uh, I love that kind of mentality. So why did you decide to, to get into some coaching stuff and, and where are you heading with that? I, gosh, I became a personal trainer years ago. Uh, it's an area that it genuinely interests me. Yeah. And I think it's super important that we do things that interest us. It just makes us a better person, a better employee or you know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, so it's definitely an area that, that I love. Um, I can speak firsthand of working you know, one-on-one with a coach. It makes me a better athlete. I would not do some of the things that are required in CrossFit if you know, Anna didn't make me. Yeah, so, right, 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 right. <laughs> the death by burpee box jump over. Oh, I would never do that on my own. I don't think I'll ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, Unless Anna makes me. Yeah, exactly. But in, in to be a part of someone else's story as a coach, yeah, um, I I want people to be the best version of themselves, the strongest version of them, of themselves, and that's that's really why I do it. Yeah, it's so cool. You know, uh, I feel that way about my profession as well. It's like it's just fun mm-hmm. watching somebody start hitting PRs and just start you know their confidence yeah. shifts because suddenly now they're uh, they lost five pounds or they feel stronger and they look better. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like. It's just a fun thing to be a part of. Oh, I love it. To watch, um, recently, I was doing a class, and, and people were hitting some, some PRs, and it just brings me joy. And I'm like, see, yeah, you can. Dude, I so cool. And so just, that, that really lights me up. Oh, dude, it's great. And then, obviously, you're doing some Olympic weightlifting coaching mm-hmm. at Imagine as well, which is pretty dope. Yeah. Tell me about that and how that's going. Did you guys just started class, yeah? Yeah, we are. We're starting a barbell club. Oh, so cool. We're going to kick that off February 1st. Coming in hot. Coming in hot for the new year. Uh, you know, Olympic weightlifting has been a big part of you know, the last couple of years. And I recently got my, my level one cool. USAW uh, coaching certificate and really want to just put that to use in the community. Uh, we feel that there's a need for that. There's an interest, and I would love you know get some people in there, start yeah. doing some local comps. And, so good. Yeah. I love it. What do you think you'll do with uh, and you know you see yourself using like the adaptive side of this a little bit as well? Like, how do you envision maybe some of that playing into it? Yeah. No, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, so Imagine does a really good job of, of hosting competitions throughout the year, and so that Waterland is happening in February, yep. and so we're having an, an adaptive division. That's super cool. Yeah. I forgot that you guys were doing that. That's yeah. awesome to, to add that in. I mean, I can't think of any comps locally, Not let locally. alone even, I mean, there's probably very few mm-hmm. nationally that's happening with an adaptive division. Yeah, you're correct. Um, none locally that I've ever, ever found, because yeah. trust me, I've looked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to create your own at this point. And, yeah, we kind of did. And so I'm really excited that we're doing that. There That's have, super cool. There have been some adaptive uh, friends of mine on Instagram that reached out and I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. Dude, that's cool. So really hoping that we can spread the word yeah. you know, through this competition here locally 
that uh, there, there's a place, there's a safe place yeah. with knowledgeable coaches and staff that, that know how to work with an adaptive athlete. Yeah. It's, you're not going to be lost in the shuffle. We got yeah. you. Oh man, it's so cool, you know, to provide that that space and dude, there's somebody here that would be super willing to try it if somebody just helps them out with things, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And you you can argue that about anything, right? Argue that about CrossFit or um, you know some other fitness modality, right? Mm-hmm. And, and adaptive athletes are the same way. Like, there's people who are willing to to do these things. They just need somebody to come alongside them and, and encourage them, right? Yeah. And give them a space to say. It's okay to not be great at this, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm sure you weren't able to snatch one hand when you first picked a barbell up. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was actually really pretty ugly at first. Yeah, my snatches are still ugly. I need to come hang out with you. Oh, dude, it's impressive though. Like, like you can do crazy things if you just put your mind to it and, and yeah. just start taking the steps. And I love that you guys are kind of heading up this adaptive division locally. And uh, man, there could be some crazy stuff that, that comes out of that. I so, hope so. I love it. I love it. Um, Jenny, what's the next steps? It sounds like we got some comps coming up and uh, obviously uh, Olympic weightlifting, other big things. Competition, competition, competition. It's, Just keep uh, grinding. Keep grinding. Lots of CrossFit is coming up for me uh, personally in my training, but just really excited to work with more people. You know, I'd imagine with the Olympic weightlifting and coaching CrossFit, just kind of that strength training. I, I love strength training. That's what we're here for. It's the fountain of youth. It is the fountain of youth. Trust me. Yeah. Case in point. You'll, you'll be doing this till you're 70 plus. That's, that's my, <laughs> my grandmother's 94 and she lives on her own. And Does she? She gets around volunteers. Yeah. Dang, crushing it. I mean, I'm telling yeah. you, aging poorly is, is optional, right? Like really you can is. either be 94 getting around doing your thing or you can be bed bound at 60. Dealer's choice. Just don't stop moving. Don't stop moving. That's right. We'll end it on that note. Jenny, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. I love what you guys are doing uh, over at Imagine. I love your, your kind of mission and drive and uh, looking forward to uh, all the big things. I really appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Heck yeah. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the Nashville Fitness Podcast. Don't forget, educate yourself, surround yourself with positivity, and take care of your body. It's the only one you get. Education is the key to a stronger and healthier you, one person and one community at a time. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, we would love for you to give us a five-star rating and leave us comments. If you want to find out more about us and how to maximize your health and performance, check out our clinic on Instagram at Momentum underscore Sports PT or at MomentumSportsPT.com.